Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. Stand up for your country. I want to welcome all our listeners across the United States of America. We have uh, almost 100 radio stations carrying us in the evening primarily. Um, This is a brand new phenomenon that uh, the No Spin News goes to radio in its full hour content, as you may know. We do an O'Reilly update for about 300 stations during the day, Uh, but now many of those stations are uh, so pleased with what we're producing. They are taking our full 42 minutes of the No Spin News in the evening. So that's a really good thing. Uh, We are the fastest expanding independent news organization in the world. Uh, And there is a reason for that. Um, Not just me. Uh, I am just the messenger. But the message is that we will cover the news fearlessly uh, and do stories nobody else will do. And the Talking Points memo this evening is a demonstration of that. It is on race and crime. So there is racism in the um, criminal justice system, but not the way you think. Not the way you think. Not the way it's been portrayed. The racism is that the criminal justice system will not combat crime in the poor black neighborhoods as they do in the affluent white neighborhoods. There's a huge difference in enforcement, in what happens, in reporting, in everything. It's not police brutality, although that happens, but not a lot according to the stats. It's looking away. And Chicago is the best example. So this astronomical murder rate there is concentrated in the black neighborhoods. And the mayor is black. But and I think the police chief is black there, too. But they don't do anything to stop the carnage. They say they do, but they don't. And the white governor, Pritzker, could have moved the National Guard in there years ago, refuses to do it. They're afraid to do it. They're afraid that they'll be branded by someone as anti-black, so they ignore it. That is the crux of the matter. Now, let me back it up with some stats. So, in America, about 33% of all violent crime victims are African-American, according to the Heritage Foundation, and I believe that stat is true. might even be higher, because some victims don't report. So, 33% of all people hurt by criminals are black. African-Americans make up 13% of the entire American population. So you can see it's double. The victimization is double. Murderers in the USA, 54% are black. Convicted murderers, 54% on a 13% population. That's according to the FBI. I mean, way out of whack. Now, poverty drives it, yes, there's no doubt about that. But the media, the corrupt corporate media, will not report any of this. However, should a white person, as we saw in Buffalo, shoot blacks, kill blacks, page one, everything is identified, it's uh, whites against blacks. Okay, so that, those, uh, that's the truth. Let me give you two very interesting cases. So after Uvalde in Texas, become a huge story, 
because 19 children were murdered. I mean, my God. And that is a stain upon the United States forever. Forever. Okay. Well, a couple of days later in Chattanooga, Tennessee, six minors, six children were shot in uh, downtown Chattanooga, 100 Walnut Street. Two of the children may die. They're in very, very critical condition, said Chattanooga Mayor Tim Kelly. Okay, at least two individuals were seen by police shooting at the kids. Now, I don't know who the kids are, but I do know that all of the people involved are black. But there are no reports about that, okay? So authorities would not release information on the backgrounds of victims or assailants. And then we called up the Chattanooga cops, Sergeant Jeremy Ames, okay? And nah, they're not going to tell us if the victims were black, white, Asian, African-American. They're not going to do it. Why? Why not? So afraid. Oklahoma, okay, this happened Sunday, May 29th. One dead, seven injured, a mass shooting. A 26-year-old African-American named Skylar Buckner opened fire at a family-oriented festival, killing a 39-year-old African-American woman, injuring seven other unidentified individuals. They're all black. Okay, so uh, what was this all about? And you still today cannot get the police, uh, we call them, and uh, D.A. Larry Edwards, Muskogee County, said, I don't want to get into that about the ethnicity of the victims. Why not? Why not, Larry? What's holding you back here? What's holding you back is that you're afraid. Because the pressure groups, the race hustlers, if you start to single out skin color in either the criminal act or the victimization, they brand you a racist. But it is racist, as I said, not to deal with the problem which is more intense in the African-American communities. And it's not even close. But it'll never be dealt with because it doesn't fit into the liberal narrative, which is white people oppress blacks. That's the left's narrative. Whites oppress blacks, not blacks kill each other, not African-American men commit more hate crimes against Asians and others and any other group, doesn't fit the narrative. So you're not going to get it. They won't say anything about it. Chattanooga and, and Oklahoma, they're bad situations. Did you hear anything about them? Did you? That, yeah, it's just more black people shooting each other. We're not going to cover it. We're not going to cover it. That is racism. When I was a local reporter in New York, there were shootings all over the place in the city. But if they were minority shootings, very rarely did the station cover it. But if somebody in an affluent suburb got whacked, yeah, the live trucks are out there. What do you think that is? What do you think that is? In order to solve the violence problem in America, which includes Valdi and everything else, Chicago, New York, L.A., you have to pinpoint the problems, why it's happening. And I write in, on BillOReilly.com, and if you care to read it, you'll see parenting, 
Okay, that's number one. Parenting. You, almost every murderer in this country, terrible parents. Or no father. Um, it just, it, it pains me. It pains me to be in a country where the media is this corrupt, where they're afraid of everything. And any, if it goes against the liberal narrative, not going to be reported. Not at all. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Biden. So it is beyond any debate that the president is in trouble. There's no debate. Everyone knows it, who's fair-minded. The Democratic Party knows it. Biden's advisors know it. Jill Biden knows it. He's in trouble. And uh, in five months, it's going to be the midterms. Democrats are going to get wiped out. Okay. So his schedule today didn't have anything on it. He did a Zoom with the Coast Guard. They had a change of uh, personnel. And at 2.30, he met another meeting. He has a meeting a day about infant formula shortages and, you know, on and on and on and on. That's what he did. But there is a, a major controversy involving Mr. Biden of his own making again. So Ukraine, uh, we're now into 100 days of the war. And Putin uh, has given up trying to conquer the entire country. He wants to conquer the eastern part of the country, which he eventually will. So uh, NATO and America are sending weapons to help the Ukrainians fight off Putin, which is a good thing because the weaker you can make Putin, the better it is for the world. So now the Ukrainians want missiles to shoot down Russian aircraft and, you know, to barrage the invaders. Here's what Biden said on May 30th. Go. Are you going to send long range rocket systems to Ukraine? We're not going to send to Ukraine rocket systems that's striking the Russia. Okay. One day later, uh, May 31st, uh, Biden wrote an op-ed in the New York Times, which he didn't really write, and it said, quote, I've decided that we will provide the Ukrainians with more advanced rocket systems and munitions that will enable them to more precisely strike key targets on the battlefield in Ukraine. So now you can do semantics, but if you give the Ukrainians, the missile systems, they can go to Russia because it's a bordering nation. Okay? So one day Biden said, no, we're not going to do it. The next day he said, yeah, we're going to do it. This just epitomizes the befuddlement of the man. But here's the worst part about it. Why say anything? Why? You don't owe it to anybody. Send the Ukrainians things. Classify it. You don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. That's not military strategy. Hmm, God. And of course, as soon as Putin hears that, he, oh, we're going to, we can wipe out the USA with Satan missile. I, you know, I, not that I care what Putin says, but. Why exacerbate word of the day the situation? Why doing this? Because Biden doesn't know what he's doing. I pray we don't have a major international crisis. I mean, I, I, 
you know, I wrote Killing the Killers to show the Americans what an efficient government and weapons uh, programs were put together after 9-11 and extend to this moment to defeat these heinous terrorists. And we did a good job, generally speaking. But now this guy, he doesn't know what he's doing. Now, people, Ukraine is about as far away from the American consciousness as you could get after 100 days. What is front and center is the economy. So let's do three polls, okay? First one is Gallup. Democrats, 28. Republicans, 34. Look at that. Gallup skewing GOP. Question. How would you rate economic conditions in this country? Excellent, one. Good, 13. Only fair, 39. Poor, 46. That is 14% of American people think the economy is okay. 85% think it's not. That's the end of Biden. That's it. All right, you can say abortion, you can say uh, guns, you can say Ukraine, you can say COVID. None of it comes close to this. Second poll, Um, this is Trafalgar. Um, I'm sorry, let's do another Gallup. Right now, do you think the economic conditions in a country as a whole are getting better or worse? Getting better 20, getting worse 77. Okay, so you see. This is Trafalgar, all right? Democrat 39, Republican 36, okay. Which do you believe is the leading contributor to rising inflation, President Biden's policies and spending 60% Russia's war with Ukraine 32? So Biden's getting the blame all around, as he should. (laughs) There's only one stat that matters, only one. When Trump left office, inflation 1.4%, now it's about 11% when you add in everything, and it's going higher. That's the only stat that matters. 1.4 to 11. Trump had COVID. Okay, Trump had supply line. We didn't have problems under Trump with the supply lines, did we? No. Since Buttigieg got in, not only can't you get stuff out of the ports under Buttigieg, but American Airlines, not that company, but airlines in general, the U.S. airline industry, is 13,000 pilots short. 13,000 pilots. You know, on WABC Radio today, Curtis Sliwa at noon, uh, and I was just driving in my car at the point, I didn't know he was going to say this, said, hey, you remember O'Reilly had that confrontation with JetBlue? Of course, everybody remembers. And I was like, oh, this O'Reilly, yeah, oh. I was right. And that's what Sliwa said. Said he was absolutely right. JetBlue was lying to his face and everybody else couple of hundred people, they're lying to him. And O'Reilly got a little miffed about it. And now they admit, all the U.S. airlines had 13,000 pilots short. They can't get the planes up. Are they going to tell you that? No, you got to go to the airport and stand there and sit there for five hours. And maybe you'll get on and maybe you won't. So I was right. And I'm glad I did what I did. That was righteous indignation. And Hannity brought it up to to me. I said, look, he goes, you were beating up a guy. I said, no, that guy was lying to us. That's why I wailed on him. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? 
with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Okay. Um, so there's a survey. <laughs> Most people waste money. That's true. You know, I wasted a little bit. But when I wasted it, like, ugh, you know, I, I just don't like wasting money. But a lot of people don't care. It's wasted. They buy whatever they want. And, and, and now you have a lot less money. The average American home, as we reported on radio today, has $9,000 less than they had two years ago under Trump. Okay? Nine grand because of higher oil prices and all of that. So this is by uh, the Lending Club, Club Corporation. And it checked out people living paycheck to paycheck. And this is what they say. If you earn more than a quarter of a million dollars a year, 250000 36% live paycheck to paycheck. Probably because you bought a house that you, your mortgage payment is so intense that you don't have a lot left over. 200 to 250, 36%, 150 to 250, 41%, 100,000 150, 47%, live paycheck to paycheck, that's half. 50 to 100, 64%, less than 50, 80% paycheck to paycheck. So if you get hurt and you don't have insurance or, or you get laid off or you're dead, you're screwed, all right? Because people, they're just making it. And every week it gets worse on the inflation front. Every week more money sapped out because of the Biden administration. Every week. So as I've said for about six months now, Biden's not going to run again. It doesn't matter what they say. He's not running again. It's impossible. When they get waxed in November, he loses to both houses. He's going to sit there. He's going to do nothing. His executive orders will be challenged in federal court. As soon as he writes them, he's done. So who's going to run on the Democratic side against Trump or whoever might be the GOP nominee? Well, Kamala Harris would be the person, usually. But a Politico uh, did a, uh, no, Los Angeles Times. Los Angeles Times analyzed the polls this month about Harris, and she has a 40% average approval rating, about 54% disapprove. That's almost as bad as Biden. Biden's down on the high 30s. Harris is at 40. Why? because Kamala Harris comes off as a nitwit. Go. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, 
they are a children of the community. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. We were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. Passage of time. Um, we talk about the children of the community. They are the children of the community. Now, throughout history, vice presidents have very rarely been nominated because of their achievements. It's not a meritocracy position, to be fair. They throw people in there for a variety of reasons. Andrew Jackson put Martin Van Buren in there simply because Van Buren kissed his butt. That's all. Um, that's the only reason Van Buren was vice president under Andrew Jackson. I can go on and on and on, but you don't care. But Kamala Harris did not earn that position. It was not done on merit. It was done on skin color and gender. Everybody knows that. So now we have the passage of time. Uh, they are the children of the community. I mean, really, you want Kamala Harris going up against Putin? She? Is this who you want? No. Even the Democrats know that. There's nobody. They, they don't have anyone but Michelle Obama who's sitting there in her mansion, either in D.C., Nantucket, I mean Martha's Vineyard, or Hawaii. They're building a big new mansion in Hawaii, though uh, Obama's are. She could give the GOP a run, or Michelle, because people like her. But that's all. So that's where the Democratic Party is. So I get a lot of mail. Where's the Supreme Court leaker? Well, John Roberts, who is the chief justice, has ordered the court's chief marshal, Gail Curley, to lead the probe. And now Ms. Curley is getting the emails and all of the phones of all of the assistants in the Supreme Court, the clerks, and they're doing something. I can't predict if they'll find the person. You got to figure the person's covering their tracks. U.S. Marshals. Yeah, all right. I mean, okay. The FBI, I don't really trust the FBI anymore, do you? I'm sorry. That agency, boy, they need an overhaul. But anyway, they're looking for the leaker. California. <clears throat> I just got back, as you know. If you didn't see last night's No Spin News or listen to it, it's available uh, on BillOReilly.com. So just go there, and I uh, laid out my trip. So there is uh, an office of reparations, reparations, <laughs> reparations, an office of reparations in California created by Assembly Bill 3121. So they're about to issue uh, what they're going to do. And we got a little leak on it. 
So they're going to expand voter registration. But no idea, of course. They're going to make it easier to hold violent police accountable. Another witch hunt, okay? Improve black neighborhoods. I hope they do. But I don't see how that's going to happen. But maybe they have a magic formula. I hope. Compton, a pretty tough place in L.A. Uh, And finally, they are going to create an office to help descendants of enslaved black people document their eligibility for financial restitution. So if you are a California taxpayer, eventually some of your money are going to go to blacks for restitution on the slave front, although California was a free state. Everything to do with slavery. California. No. (laughs) You think they're crazy out there? Crazy left? Yes, they are. China has a study out of Guangzhou. (laughs) This is a riot. Dr. Dan Liu, L-I-U, the School of Public Health in Guangzhou, China, says if you drink one to three and a half cups of coffee, caffeinated coffee, you will live longer than if you don't drink coffee. But the doctor says... Our results do not prove that drinking coffee is the only reason participants were less likely to die. I love this. So the coffee industry loves loves this. Now, I'm not a big coffee guy. Once in a while, coffee is basically a diuretic. It, it shakes your system up, okay, which is a good thing. All right? It cleanses the system to some extent. Tea does that. Caffeine does that. Um, you want to have your system active. You don't want to be sitting there like a big beached whale uh, with all kinds of undigested stuff. That leads to colon cancer and all these things. Now, I'm not an IMD, but I know this. So a little bit of coffee is fine. All right? Uh, $5 at Starbucks, uh, throwing money away. Remember we discussed that? No. Okay, I got the Paul Newman coffee in a little machine. It cost me 25 cents. And it's good. And the Newman people give their profits to charity. Okay? So, but if you're drinking more than three cups of coffee a day or you're bringing that giant thing they have at 7-Eleven, you're going to be wired. No, I don't know if you want to be wired. I don't know if that's good. This day in history, June 1st, 1779, one of my favorite stories, Benedict Arnold, court marshal. There he is. Very brave man, Benedict Arnold. I actually have a letter written by him. So Arnold was a professional soldier. He fought in the French and Indian War, so did George Washington. Then when the revolution broke out, Arnold signed up. He was an officer, and he served under George Washington. In the uh, pivotal battle of Saratoga, all right, where Horatio Gates, second in command to Washington, was a coward, Benedict Arnold stepped up and rallied the the colonials to defeat the British General Burgoyne, John Burgoyne, okay? And that turned the tide of the war. So Arnold was probably Washington's best commander. In Saratoga, he gets shot in the leg. And back then, you get wounded, doesn't go away. So they had to take him off the battlefield, and they gave him the commissionership 
of Philadelphia. He was the military governor of Philadelphia where the Continental Congress was. Big job. Big job. Arnold uh, had a young wife. And she spent a lot of money. And Arnold was a crook. So you can be brave and be a crook at the same time. So in Philadelphia, he started profiteering, making money as a military governor. They caught him. And this was what the court martial was all about. And they convicted him. But rather than throw him in jail, they made him pay back an enormous amount of money, which made him a pauper. So then Arnold said, I got to make more money because I got a young wife who's not stopping spending money. And this is all in uh, Killing England, by the way, if you want a more detail on this. Um, so he makes an offer to the British. I'll sell out West Point, big garrison on the Hudson River. I'll give you a way in if you pay me and then give me a commission in the British Army, okay, which the British agreed to. Okay, and then by happenstance, Arnold's plans were discovered when a British spy was arrested. Uh, and this was all in the mid Hudson Valley in New York. And Arnold got wind that his cover was blown. He was supposed to have lunch with George Washington that very day. And Arnold splits, goes down the Hudson River, okay? to the British lines in New York City, turns himself over, gets a commission in the British Army, fights against Americans. After the war, he goes to London. He thinks he's going to be a big hero. Everybody ignores him, and he can't make any money. I think his wife left him. He didn't have any money. And he died at age 60 in London. But 243 years ago today, Benedict Arnold was court-martialed in Philadelphia, and that is his story. The biggest traitor in American history. Good mail segment and a final thought about I'm, a lot of people are stopping me now on the street, and I'm going to tell you why they're doing that when we come back after these announcements. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, let's get to the mail. Um, so it's Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town, of course, if you wish to opine. And on radio, our radio listeners will very much like to hear from you. Um... And uh, we do a very methodical sweep of all of our mail. No obscenities, no defamation, none of that. But good letters get to me. So the first one comes to Michael. Bill's logical thought process regarding federal laws for punishment on gun crimes sounds good. However, we are then supposed to trust Washington, D.C. for justice after what we witnessed during the Trump administration. Well, certainly the Sussman verdict, I don't think so. So, Michael, as I pointed out yesterday, is one of the group that will not compromise on guns at all because he and others do not trust the federal government. Okay, that is there. There's no question about it. But then the status quo remains. I am a problem solver. I have put off three things that we need to solve in this country to lessen the massacre we saw in Evaldi in Texas. I hope you read it. Uh, Tom, love killing the killers. I read all the killing books a few times each. Great stuff. I have a question on the Sussman verdict. Don't both sides have to agree on jurors? Each attorney, the prosecutor and the defense, get a certain amount of what they call challenges. But they're quickly run out. And then the judge makes the decide. So in this case, the federal judge overseeing the Sussman-Durham trial decided to let three people on the jury who were actively helping the Democratic Party, which is insane. It's insane. But that's what the judge did. However, the testimony of the main witness, as we said yesterday, James Baker, was like this. It was not solid. And that's what I think Sussman was acquitted. The most important part of that story is who is paying for Sussman's lawyer. I write about that in the message of the day on BillOReilly.com. The key to all of this is who's paying for Sussman's defense. Costs more than a million dollars. Big time Democratic law firm. Who's paying the bills? They doing a pro bono for free? I don't think so. Sussman's not paying it. He doesn't have that kind of money. Who's paying it? Will we ever find that out? Only Durham could find it out. That's the key to this whole thing. Dorothy, concierge member, which means Dorothy has direct access for uh, at any time to me. Tremendous Father's Day gift, concierge membership. You can get a free book with both concierge and uh, premium membership. Mr. O'Reilly, Mrs. Pelosi contradicted herself when she stated she does not support the death penalty. What does she consider abortion? Uh, Nancy Pelosi does not consider um, the fetus 
to be a human being. She couldn't. Simple as that. Now, how does she know? No scientific basis for her opinion. None. Victor, concierge, remember, Bill, I'm Catholic. I support the death penalty in appropriate cases, always have. There's no moral equivalency between killing an innocent unborn child and capital punishment of depraved monsters. It's true. Of course it's true. There's no moral equivalency at all. But the press is so yeah. Uh, Mark, concierge, remember, we got a lot of concierge mail today. Okay. Bill, we can't send gun laws to the states. Unlike abortion, it is specifically mentioned in our federal constitution. Mark, specific gun laws, ARs, bazookas, mortars, are not mentioned in the constitution. Okay? It allows Americans the right to bear arms. But other specifics are not enumerated in the Constitution. Therefore, by the Tenth Amendment, you need to read that, Mark, it goes to the states to define in a more micro way what should or should not happen. Sharon Dempsey, Powell, Ohio. How can Biden not be breaking the law when it comes to the southern border? Not only is he not enforcing the law, he's loading up illegal immigrants on buses and planes and dropping them off all over the country. He's not breaking federal law by not enforcing the law. I know that sounds crazy. He took an oath to uphold, that's the word, the laws of the country. He's not doing that, but it's not a felony. He could get impeached and booted by not enforcing the law that he swore to uphold. Absolutely. But you can't, even though he puts the people and distributes them in the United States, whatever he does, there's no felony attached to that. Dr. Bruce Barrell, Seal Beach, California, Tom Cruise in Hollywood made a movie that was patriotic, had no hidden agenda. And it's becoming a record money making hit. Do you think movie executives might get the hint? Maybe they want money above all. I mean, good for Tom Cruise. I mean, he's on fire right now. Uh, David Concierge, remember, Bill, thanks for sharing your thoughts about your journey to California. You said that working people here are getting slashed, which is undeniable regarding the cost of everything. The other undeniable truth is that most of these same working people keep on voting for the morons who are ruining the state. Yeah, but I think this November, even the dimmest of the dim, going to go into that polling place angry. Some people will never, ever uh, get out of their ideology, ever. I mean, they're fanatics, they're loons. But I think there's a turn now. When you start to get punished, when you can't buy the things you want to buy, when you can't provide your family with security, I think a lot of Democratic voters will stay home. Ted Anaska, Chicago, only one word regarding your book, Killing the Killers. Amazing. Thanks for researching and writing it and sharing it with the world. Well, look, Ted, I'm really glad you uh, enjoyed the killers. Um, you know, we're doing very well with it. And, and it's I think it's a book that needs to be read and discussed, you know, because this threat exists. I just found out today that 16,000 Africans have been killed by ISIS in the last couple of years. 16,000 
Africans. And we do get into Boko Haram, which is an offshoot of ISIS. And we have American ground forces, special forces in Africa right now on the ground. Nobody knows about it. Secret missions. We know about it. It's in killing the killers. And of course, that is the great Father's Day gift. If you buy killers from us, get a free copy of Killing the Mob. You get both books. And again, as I told you yesterday, we're doing this because of the higher prices for everything. So you want to save you money, you got to give dad something. Okay, now you get two books. If you give him a premium or concierge membership, you get a book free. I mean, these are all designed to help you as well as your father or grandfather. Uh, word of the day, do not be bumptious. B-U-M-P, bump, shus, T-I-O-U-S. Do not be bumptious when writing to BillOReilly.com. Again, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Back with a final thought in a moment. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So here is the final thought of the day. Um, I'm in a bank, okay? And I'm uh, trying to set up the urchins for their summer employment. They want direct deposits. When I, I got paid in cash at Carvel, and when I painted houses, I love that. Um, but now it's direct. So I'm in, I'm in there, and it's a good bank. It's local. I, I do everything local here. And, and the lady, very efficient, said to me, after we finish, she goes, can we save this country? And I, I got to tell you, when I was in California, 15 people walk up to me and said, can we save the country? And the answer is yes. So we're going through a down cycle here. And if you trace a country from George Washington all the way up to Joe Biden, it's like this, a roller coaster, like this, okay? Boom, boom, boom. But what hasn't changed is American um, grit. That's a true grit. Most of us still have it. Now, the ideological loons on both sides, you got to take them out of the equation, okay? But most working people are really solid. Got to get rid of Joe Biden. He's got to go. I mean, he's a, right now the second worst president ever. It's him and Herbert Hoover, but Buchanan will always be the worst. But he's like this. And he's not going to get any better. But the midterms will neuter him. And then the campaign will start and we'll get a replacement. That's how I see it. Stay strong. We'll see you tomorrow. And we really appreciate you watching and listening to the No Spin News.